1: Welcome to a Tuesdays here at Tail City. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt Elijah Herbal. Elijah is feeling the near 40 degree temps here in the capital city is dude, you are rocking t-shirt and shorts.
0: I got bowling league after this. Aha. Uh-huh. And you don't want to be restricted by long sleeves and pants <laughs> at bowling league. It's an important week. City bowling tournament is next yeah. week, so you gotta make sure you get into rhythm tonight. To be ready for city bowling tournament next week. So. Has
1: anyone ever went galooly in your bowling league where they put a hit out, a guy knows a guy who knows a guy and all of a sudden there's a
0: <clears throat> wrist injury? Oh, to go like Nancy Kerrigan? Yes. Yeah, G- no.
1: Galloole's the, the guy who did the hit.
0: Oh see, I always remember the name Nancy Kerrigan because, yeah. But that, anyway.
1: Well that that's who that's who got galoolied. Yeah, yeah. Uh Tanya Harding used to sit She's one at one time sat in this chair to my left. Really?: Yeah. Why? Uh, she was in town doing some sort of appearance. This is damn near 20 years ago.:
0: I did not know this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well no, anyway, long story short, no, there has never been any thing like that. We did have uh, uh, I think it was was it Tom last year? No, who was it? Todd. Todd last year he had surgery on his shoulder. His son came and and like filled in for him. And I don't know if there was some sort of hit behind the scenes I don't know about, but uh, no. Did Todd
1: per Did Todd's son perform?
0: Oh yeah, he was good. He was solid. He was solid. Good, good. But he may have hurt the old man. (laughs) Potentially, I don't think so, but you never know. Oops! Dad fell down the stairs again. I have not personally. Witnessed any hits being put out in the bowling league? We're, we're currently sitting in second place, so we might be the ones putting out hits here if we remain in second place for too long, but hopefully not.
1: Well, go find uh John Goodman's character to, to scare the opposing team uh, in bowling league 489 1240 numbers to get in on Hale varsity 800 825. Five eight six five. Where you hear us across the Hale Varsity Radio Network. Watch the show. A couple of ways to do that: the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, like and subscribe to that. You can catch the show there. Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at H Radio. Give that a follow. Find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence, at Schmidt underscore Radio for me. Without further ado, let's get you to the starting five. Our roll call, who's in the stream And our top five, get the shout out. Anthony is in. He just nudges out Brandon. Jeff checks in at three. Black Hills, Brennan in at four. Uh, Crew checks in at five. Dion right there as well. And then Hungry Woodchip is off the bench, uh, Vinnie Johnson style at six. And we have Eat Beef He's back. I'm finally back here, boys. Good to hear and see uh, you again eat beef. Good work. We'll take some thoughts on Nebraska, Ohio State. Big ball game. Roger and Ty are also in anonymous. Checks in as well. You can email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. Big basketball game. And, you know, wearing the, the undefeated uh, sweater. Nebraska has not lost in Lincoln when I've worn this sweater. Not that I root, but I think this is important. I like the vibe Nebraska's on post-Rutgers. Clearly a a, a gutty win against Northwestern, who's an 11 seed. Right now, Nebraska's projected uh, right now several different crop reports out, but a 7-10 matchup in Omaha is what I saw last night. That would be great. Uh, They would take on Kansas, presumably. (laughs) If they get that uh, 7-10 upset, Nebraska the 10 seed. But right now, they're they're that 11 seed, 10 seed. And you don't want to screw up to Ohio State. Ohio State's one of those teams you're trying to box out, pun intended, that to, to taking probably that final Big Ten spot. Maryland is air quote gettable. Michigan's air quote gettable. And uh, Wisconsin is your is another big pelt, probably a two seed right now, unless they fade. Uh, And those are really nice resume boosters, but you're you're supposed to kind of do that at home. Uh, Nebraska has road opportunity, but they can't screw it up. I just feel like they're going to lose one at home. Elijah, we'll get into our predictions. Eddie Markowski is coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, Mitch Sherman with us in the five o'clock hour. We don't get out of here till six. The tip-off is at 6 at PBA, which means we are peacocking tonight. And uh, Connor Clark will check in with us from PBA in Hour 2. Some uh, Big Ten uh, football to check into as uh, it's been the first week. How are things going? Who's here? Who's here to make an impact early in their career for Nebraska football? We'll dive into that. Now, we got to ask our friends in the stream and, and the listeners, the wonderful listeners of Hail varsity. Uh, we have done steak at a beer bet forever. We haven't really kept a close eye on score. We'll do a steak at a beer bet tonight with Nebraska, Ohio State. Now, Elijah, you have found you have found the dreaded Longhorn Cup. Okay? We are going to show folks in the stream, and Elijah appropriately has the coffee mug. Uh, that is a Texas Longhorn coffee mug. Horns are down. The correct so orientation. It is the correct orientation. And are we going to make the the loser take a shot out of that coffee cup the following episode of Hail Varsity?
0: Whoever fails and, and take a good look in there for the stream listeners. You can see this is full of ink. And hair, it, 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 maybe some remnants of coffee. I, I think, think there's, there's some whiteout. Some, uh, well, I think there might be some tobacco juice that dries there. It, this cup there. is nasty. Mm-hmm. This cup is nasty, and my fear with taking a shot is that alcohol and its cleaning properties will then go and lift up some of this grossness from the bottom of it. We, we have to clean it before we take a shot.
1: Do we, though? Yes. Ugh, well, it's be bad enough you're taking a shot out of a Longhorn cup. Imagine how much worse it'd be. For the grossness. Yeah. We get someone throwing well, up on stream. <laughs> well, Elijah's not in today. Why? His eyes are swollen shut and he can't talk. <laughs> he's
0: throwing up. He's at the runs all day. <laughs> he's,
1: he's, he's in the back of the room with a whiteboard trying to write and respond. It's down to text message for Elijah. Elijah, so, is, uh, he's at home
0: doing eight Hail
1: Marys. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is. He's hugging the, the, the toilet. Uh, so we can pick great. Alcohol, I know it's air quote steak and a beer bet, but we can also, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the only guy in, in eastern Nebraska that, that still buys McCormick's is, is Uncle Andy. He might have some of that uh, the plastic bottle vodka. I was just thinking we could go double
0: shot of Everclear <laughs> <laughs> before you get fired from being drunk. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a full mug of Everclear. You can sip on it throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Uh, so anonymous checks in. Jim Harbaugh is ten months younger than Tom Osborne was when he retired from coaching. Harbaugh's in the news. Things are heating up between him and the Chargers. Listen, I hope he goes because I, I'm sick of quite, I'm sick of this dance every year. Every year, it's a dance between him and the NFL. He wanted to stick and stay and deliver a title to his alma mater. Uh, he's negotiating uh, things that he is that that are not fireable in his contract. Well, I can't be terminated for any uh, <clears throat> incriminating things you may or may not find based on the COVID recruiting. So I think he's out the door. Does he bring his defensive coordinator Jesse Minter with him? It's got, it's got to happen for the Chargers. They have all the talent in the world. They've just botched hires the last three coaching cycles since since, uh, since old run-the-ball Marty. I loved Marty. Uh, Schottenheimer was awesome with kids of City, and Marty was the man in San Diego. They just couldn't get over that New England or Denver hump. Well, you fast forward now, they're loaded on offense. They've still got skill on defense. you gotta, you got to make this happen.
0: Uh, in my opinion, but, but the concern I think whenever you look at the Chargers is not about the talent that they have on the field; it is about division, salary cap. Khalil Mack, who is not performing up to his salary, is uh, taking thirty-eight point five million dollars from the cap. <laughs> you have an aging Keenan Allen taking thirty-four point seven, and uh, often injured Joey Bosa taking thirty-six point six. You have Mike Williams taking 32. He's been pretty much worth that. Derwin James takes up 19. You got, you got issues with this roster, especially near the top, where there's not easy answers. Maybe you can trade for some late round and have another team take on that cap. Maybe you just cut him and take the dead cap hit. I know with uh, Cleo Mack, it's 15 million. With Keenan Allen, it's 11 million. You have some issues with what the cap is going to be in terms of this being a quick turnaround for the Chargers. Obviously, with Justin Herbert. I think a lot of coaches out there would be excited about that possibility, but there's some work that needs to be done in the short term to free yourself up just a little bit of room so that the coach can come in and, and build a roster that they want. I know they have to work hand-in-hand with the GM, but those are my, my concerns with the Chargers and this job for Harbaugh. Is, I'm not sure this is a, a one-year turnaround just because you have Justin Herbert, just because you have the quarterback. You have some cap issues you have to get sorted out first.
1: Well, and, and here's the thing. Harbaugh has not screwed up quarterback. I know he, he had some transfer issues in Michigan, but with two different quarterbacks, he went to the playoff, McCarthy and McNamara. Uh, he recruited Andrew Luck to Stanford, right? So uh, of everybody who whiffed in the state of Texas, in the Houston region, Harbaugh did not. He got him uh, to Stanford. And he's the guy who took Alex Smith again, who took the Niners to the AFC Championship game. They fell to Seattle. What's he do? He drafts Kaepernick, and he unleashes Kaepernick pre-injury, of course. And he is incredible with that pistol offense. I mean, Harbaugh just gets quarterback right. And, and it's not that Herbert's been bad, but I think the, the ceiling's – A little higher for him, and I think you pair Harbaugh with Herbert, you've got a big-time contender. And and listen, Harbaugh isn't afraid to to stay and fight at Michigan, but his heart is in the NFL. He's won a college championship. He was, you know, a bad first half away against his brother ten years ago in the Super Bowl. He, and San Diego's the place that, well, not San Diego, but the the Chargers are the team that finished out his career with, he got his start with the Raiders, and then he was also doing work with the Chargers, so he likes the West Coast, he's familiar with it, and when the times we've talked to Tom Rathman, I mean, Tom always talked about the culture with us, and Rathman being part of that staff with, with San Fran and the Niners, he, uh, he lived that culture and, and understands it, and it's it's grown up, adult. Do your job, and the evaluations have been pretty good. Uh, again, in that window, we saw with San Francisco, it uh, he had some ups and downs uh, in in Michigan, but righted the ship, and they've been incredible. It's always been about physicality and uh, just being the tougher football team. That's how you win in any league, and and that's why. I think this math adds up. What player are you most excited for, not named Raiola, Elijah, in the world of college football in Nebraska? We'll talk with Mitch Sherman in a little less than an hour about this. But um, you have 22 players, six transfers here already. And am I going to be right by saying Macuza? I mean Mazuka. Here, Mazuka? I I will get that right uh, by spring game. Mazuka, the offensive lineman. I mean, is that who you're kind of interested in? His addition to the O-line. Do you look at the wide receivers as kind of a region that can really use some uh, some elder statesmen? And this this winter conditioning's big for the receiver room. I mean, from you've got areas of development, and you've got some portal guys you're sprinkling in the guys that have finally left and graduated.
0: Well, one thing I'll say is well, what I've seen both in the All-American Bowl and the Polynesian Bowl is that Carter Nelson, despite the fact he's not going to be here for spring, might be a guy that you're turning to this fall, needing some production from. I'm not, not sure he's ready to be the the inline blocking tight end that you hope he can be a la Brock Bowers at Georgia where he's just the as natural dangerous headache, blocking. Though. But you put Carter Nelson in the slot, he's got the athleticism and the size to out-jump, out-body defensive backs, and he's got the speed as it stands right now to outrun linebackers in the Big Ten. Even though... He's not going to be here this spring. That's a, a guy I circle as being like a, a wow-type newcomer, a guy that can come in and really make an impact freshman year. Um, so uh, you might lump him in with Ryla, but I'm with you. Mazuka is the guy. He's a plug-and-play starter. You're excited to see what he can bring to that offensive line room. And then one more is Jamal Banks. I yeah. really like his contested nice catch ability. I think he brings a, a unique aspect to the offense that you probably haven't had since Stanley Morgan, that guy that you can just chuck it up to, and you know what? He turns fifty fifty balls into 75-20 balls, and you feel pretty good about his ability to go down and go up and bring up, bring down, I should say, a contested catch. You haven't had that in the offense. It was something that was sorely lacking last year and really for about the past five years that really didn't have that. You kind of had it with Omar Manning, but Manning never really put it all together. That's a piece that you haven't have you haven't had, and I'm excited to see what the Husker offense can do with a guy like Jamal Banks.
1: Well, crew checks in when it comes to suggestions on alcohol to pour in that. Texas Cup for the loser of the steak and the beer bet, Rumplements. Rumplements, two words, but I see. Yeah. Uh, our old buddy Scott always buys us a shot of Rumplements when he comes and visits the show on the road. Well,
0: how about crew getting back to the bowling alley saying he puts hits on himself at the bowling, bowling alley when he drinks one too many personal pitchers and can't perform up to par? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. No. Well, uh, I got
1: to shoot down Rumplements. All right. We're already drinking out of a Texas Cup. It's got to be a clean Texas Cup. Right? Call me soft. Call me weak. Call me whatever you want. But listen, we're already doing um, something that that may be unforgivable in the state of Nebraska, and that is is having a Texas
0: the, the logoed is, item. This this is a punishment. It is Let's make it hurt a little bit. So I'm gonna suggest Cuervo. Okay. Lime? No lime. It has to be punishment, Schmitty. No lime, no salt. Can we? <laughs>
1: Talk to folks about a body shot, perhaps?
0: <laughs> no. Uh.
1: No, not you. <laughs>
0: I'm not, not taking you. a body shot for you, Smitty. Never. Eddie, Eddie,
1: yeah, I, I'm not letting letting that happen. Eddie Markowski coming up.